the children, he says, and everybody says, Amen. Today I will be talking about how the human race is being destroyed from the bottom up by the same enemy that has plagued humankind since the beginning. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is absolutely wonderful to have you listen in. This is Fishing for Men with Mac, where uh, I discuss worldviews, life issues related to morals and faith, and evangelism. It is great to have you on the show. If you are a believer in God and you like thinking about what's going on in our world, you're at the right place. If you're not a believer in God, you're also at the right place where we talk about rational things and things that will hopefully be um, meaningful to those who also struggle to come to grips with this belief in God. This is episode 78 of Fishing for Men with Mac. It is the 22nd of July, 2022, here by me. And I'm speaking from a small town in Oregon, the state of Oregon, the United States. And the name of the town is Sweet Home. Uh, it's uh, been a while since I've done a podcast. It's just been a crazy year, 2022. It's as if the world is really starting getting back together this year. Uh, we've also been dealing with the immigration process. Uh, my family and I, we are official immigrants. Uh, we have received our social security numbers this past week. Uh, the kids have been enrolled in school. The bank accounts are open. Cell phones have been set up. And um, yeah, we are we're slowly but surely settling in a, in a different country. Um, if you'd like to get into contact with me, please feel free to do so. My number is 541 four zero one three five zero six and my email address is michielgreiling at gmail.com that's m-a-c-h-i-e-l-g-r-e-y-l-i-n-g at gmail.com or you can just get in touch with me via facebook Uh, there has been a topic that has really pressed heavy on my mind over the last few weeks especially as we have uh, made this move over to the States. And for those of you who are in South Africa, you would know the United States and its media presence and its movies and its Hollywood uh, makes an impact right across the world. And so although we live in the States now, it doesn't mean that I've only started realizing the impact that America has on my life. It's it, it's always been there. Um, and so our greatest fear and our most difficult concern about moving over to the United States has been about the social environment for our kids. Uh, some of you have watched, if you're from South Africa, you've seen on social media what's happening in the States. You have seen the drive, this push for uh, things that are quite foreign in the rest of the world. Um, and it's specially targeted at our kids. Close friends um, that we've uh, met over the last few months have also said to us they would love to move to America except uh, when it comes to their children's education and the social environment that their kids would be raised in. Um, We have met people back in Hillcrest in Durban um, that have moved back to South Africa simply because of the schooling. 
Now, they've come from other places in the world, and so America is not unique. Some people from Europe prefer to raise their kids in South Africa because it's a very good educational system. And so this was one of our biggest concerns with moving to the States. And lo and behold, we were here for a week, and we went to the county fair, which was very interesting. And I just, I had a moment where I, uh, it was such a huge culture shock for me. We went to the rides areas, you know, with the, um, the Ferris wheel and all that. And, and believe, for those of you who haven't been to the States, it, it's, it's, it literally was an experience like in the movies. The sounds, the food, the people, they look the same as in the movies. And, and so I just had a moment where I was standing still between all of these teenagers, American, typical American teenagers, hearing them speak things that you don't even find in the worst movies um not all of the kids but i mean there were some kids that were that might as well didn't have to be dressed that interesting haircuts and 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 they had interesting hair colors and uh it was it was just great you know some of those girls i was thinking to myself please i hope that you are not going to be the type of girl that my boy is going to date one day. I mean, so you got these tremendous fears and it was such a culture shock. Um, with that said, um, if you watch the news, you get to hear about school shootings very often. And, you know, when you when you spend time and, and, and you look at these kids, how they dress and, and what's going on in their lives, you, you come to realize that these kids are very insecure and that many of these kids they come from really broken uh, families and um, every year it seems to be getting worse I mean we look at the school shootings every year it gets worse in in 2021 there were 249 incidents and I'm talking just now about the states in 2019 there were 119 incidents and so it's more than doubled in two years now, just before our immigration was finalized, another school shooting occurred on the 24th of May in Uvalde, Texas. Uh, that kid over there killed 19 people. And I wondered, why would a kid do that? Why would a kid do that? There were probably some kids that would walk into this fair where we were and, and wouldn't have a problem with shooting some of those kids. What is wrong with the kids in America that they would do that? Now, Alfred University did research on this and found the top five reasons why kids kill, like at schools. And this is the top five reasons. They want to get back at those who hurt them. Other kids make fun of them, number two, pick on them and bully them. Number three, they don't value life. Number four, they have been victims of physical abuse at home. And number five, they have mental problems. Some other reasons that's also listed on there include things like they do not get along with their parents. They've witnessed physical abuse at home. They drink alcohol or use drugs. They do not have any good friends. And they see violence on TV and movies and in videos and computer and video games. Now, based on what I've just shared with you, what do you think is the problem? If you look at it carefully, all of these issues point back to the absence of God. Not only the absence of God, but the absence of godly friends. And the absence of godly parents. And the absence of godly 
churches. So you look at the core, all of these issues that teenagers wrestle with, that kids wrestle with, can be solved through godliness. But godliness is the thing that has been pushed out of schools. Prayer no longer uh, happens in schools. Acknowledging the existence of God in schools not really a big deal anymore. And perhaps this is one of the key reasons why teenagers in South Africa are generally more healthy than teenagers in America. Because in schools in South Africa, you still get to pray in most schools, even read the Bible, even have um, openings in the morning that included a teaching from the Bible. Whereas in America, that just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in public schools. Maybe that's one of the key reasons why. Because God has been removed from the average teenager or young child's life. Now, a few weeks before we flew over to the States, I needed to get some work done. And so I asked my wife to take the kids to the movies. So I quickly went on to make it easier for her. I, I quickly went on to the Stair Kinniker uh, website and I booked um, the first kids movie that came up. We were on Discovery Vitality and so the kids can watch the movies for free. And so the first movie that came up was Lightyear. Now, I don't know if you've watched that movie, but um, it's the Buzz guy, you know, Buzz Lightyear. Now, I've watched most of the Buzz Lightyear movies, not because I wanted to, but because my kids did. And while they were at the movies, while they were watching this movie, um, I was having a quick bite, just a, a lunch. And, you know, when you when you have a quick lunch and nobody's present and you you scroll through Facebook and I'm scrolling through Facebook and I noticed a post about this movie that my kids were busy watching at that moment. Apparently, within the first 30 minutes of this movie, there are two girls kissing each other. Now, that's the, that's the first time I've heard of a, of a kiddies movie that includes, um, that makes a specific point of homosexual behavior and represents that now in cartoon character form. And so I read a little bit more about that. Malaysia, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates banned this movie uh, from their theaters because of that kissing scene. It's promoting homosexual behavior towards kids from the age of three already. And that comes from Disney, by the way. Here I was innocently picking a movie. And you know what? At the movies, they've got PG restriction. You can't let your kids go. I can't let my kids go to a, a movie that's got an age restriction more than 12. Well, it seems like some of the movies that are uh, that are rated higher are safer than the Disney movies. Now, a theater in Oklahoma put a sign outside that they would um, that they would forward the movie past that kissing scene in the movie. Okay, so obviously this theater realized, oh my goodness, we're in a Christian environment and many people will not come watch this movie because of that kissing scene. And, and so we will lose clients. So let's put a sign up outside to make parents feel safe. Look, they can come watch this movie, but we'll just, we'll just skip over that two girls kissing scene scenario. But guess what? They were beaten over the knuckles for it. And they had to apologize about that sign and they had to take the sign away and they weren't allowed to forward that, that piece of the movie. Isn't that crazy? Guess who made the movie, ladies and gentlemen? Disney. 
Disney. And while we were still in South Africa, I saw on the TV and I saw posts, signs everywhere there in Johannesburg about Disney Plus. That Disney was making a, a new effort to reach crowds of people with Disney Plus. Now you can have this on your, uh, you, can, you can pay a monthly subscription and you can have unlimited Disney programs. Like, for example, Lightyear. Ladies and gentlemen, Disney Plus wants to normalize homosexual behavior to our kids. Disney Plus wants to normalize LGBTQ to our kids. Now keep that in mind. We arrive in the States and we look at different phone contracts. Guess what? One of the perks and pluses of opening a phone contract with Verizon is that you get six months of free Disney Plus. Wow! Isn't that excited? Like Disney is, is just is, is working so hard, hard on marketing its product that its product now it can go onto your phone. Now, my kids watch on my phone the whole time. Sure, they play games on it. Good games, by the way. And now I can have Disney on my phone. So I can have Disney on my phone with two girls kissing each other. And my kids can look at that. That's, isn't that really fun? Disney wants to give you free propaganda on your phone that influences your kids to subscribe to its agenda. That is mass brainwashing, ladies and gentlemen, that starts at a very young age. I innocently booked a movie for my kids and, a, and in the process exposed my kids to the world of Romans chapter 1. Now, for in case you're not aware of what Romans chapter 1 says, Romans chapter 1 says, speaks about women who are enslaved with lust for one another and having unnatural relations with one another, whom God has given over to a depraved mind. So what is a depraved mind in God's book is now promoted as innocence on a children's program and something neat and something natural. Any case, we get on the plane, wonderful United Airlines. Not very impressed with them currently. You get, usually when you get on an international flight, it's a 16-hour flight, 15, 16-hour flight to New York. You get this, obviously, this, this screen in front of you and you get to watch some, uh, some movies and, and stuff. And you, and you know, there are different programs you can choose to watch and different um, categories. Now, now imagine I'm here on a plane on my way to take my kids to the country of Disney. I'm already concerned about what Disney would do to my kids in America. How do I keep Disney away from my children? I scroll through the program categories and I came to a I come to a, a category that says pride. Pride. You know what pride is, right? So now when, when you select movies and things, you get action and you get romance and thriller. And also now you get pride. It's the category for the LGBTQ stuff. And, and by the way, that's the only thing that I watched on the plane. Because I wanted to find out how do these people think and how do they operate? What a good way, don't you think, to spread propaganda and worldview and ideologies and, and your truth. 
Put it on an international flight. Put it on the screens where you've got a captive audience. Okay? And by the way, these are the screens that my kids look at as well. They're sitting there on the plane and they're scrolling through that as well. And the worst of this, most of these documentaries that are on this pride category are about children. Children and gender ideology. I mean, they don't put on in, in, into that pride category. They won't put in their uh, Matt Walsh's movie, uh, What is a Woman? They, they don't give a balanced perspective. No, they just give one perspective. The, the Romans chapter one perspective. You see on the, some of those documentaries that, you know, they, they're holding pride parades. Do you know what happens at pride parades? Okay, obviously there's the wonderful rainbow color flags. But you see pole dancers, half-naked people, people in chains, people in submissive positions with whips and leather straps. And in the crowd, at those pride parades, guess what you have? You've got children. You've got children, ladies and gentlemen, looking at half-naked people in black stockings and whips and chains and handcuffs. Children being exposed to that. Because that's right and that's good, right? Now, what am I trying to get at? Ladies and gentlemen, there is a clear attack on children. Now, obviously, the people who are instigating this attack they won't admit that they would say no this is good this is good for kids they need to know that there are different genders and they need to be free to choose the gender of their choice ladies and gentlemen the reason really why people don't see this as something bad is because this doesn't come from people it comes through people but it comes from an evil force i call that force satan comes from an evil force and i'm going to tell you in a moment why for those of you who don't know roe versus wade was overturned and that has sparked outrage if you don't know what that is basically um it's 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 a it's, it's a case that prohibits the um you know the abortion laws there's a battle at the moment for the lives of children that's what's happening in our world today that's what hap what's happening in america there's a very clear attack on children whether you talk about abortion or whether you talk about uh, disney and what disney is doing there is an attack on children and the instruments being used are various types of people you know from one side there's the encouragement to kill babies before they are born and if they do get born then they must be filled with godlessness so that they could have a ruined life and not grow up with a clear cut view of what a natural family environment looks like. So there's this drive to kill babies and there's this drive to take away natural birth gender. Why? Well, the core of society is the family. The core of society is the family. The research says it clearly that a child who grows up in a family with a healthy mom and dad in a healthy home environment is the best environment for a child to grow up in.
and to become a good citizen of a society. The research backs that up. Maybe I'll do a podcast on that. Okay, it's a fact. It is a scientific fact. The children who grow up in such homes are much healthier than children who don't grow up in such homes. Okay. Now, if we can, if you know, from the evil side, if we can disrupt the core, then we can control society. Now, which is the way to, con- to, to, to corrupt the family environment? Well, ladies and gentlemen, through gender. Because a family is created by a male and a female. A male and a female have a relationship and they produce children. And there we go. Bob's your uncle. You have a family. So if we want to disrupt that, we confuse people about gender. We take away male. We take away female. We tell people that they can be what they want. That they can obscure their bodies. That they can cut off their genitalia. That they can block their hormones. Keep them from becoming a male uh, adult or a female adult. That's the best way to stop families from developing in a healthy way. You might say, okay, oh, but you, you, you do get two uh, female parents, two male parents, etc., etc. Yes, you do. But is that, is that the best natural way to go about it? Because men and women have been created differently, right? It's, it's a fact. Whether you agree, you can think what you want. It's a fact. Men are generally bigger and stronger. They've got louder voices. Okay, maybe not louder. I mean, a woman can really shout loud. Maybe at a different octave. But men and women are different physically. They are different emotionally. They've been designed this way. Men have been designed to protect their families. So men and women are uniquely different. Women are softer. Why? So they can nurture. So now you've got two nurturers in a home and you don't have a masculine, a masculine figure. It's going to impact that child. You might not see it now. You might see it only in 20 or 30 years time. You might see it in the next generation, but it's unnatural. It's not like that in the animal kingdom. In the animal kingdom, to reproduce, you need a male and female. In the human kingdom, it's pretty much the same. So the best way to mess up society is to mess up the family. And the best way to mess up the family is to start with the kids. And as I was starting to think about this, I realized for the first time, hey, but this is nothing new. It's nothing new. What happened in Egypt four and a half thousand years ago? What happened in Egypt when the Israelites were were in in, uh, Pharaoh's uh, kingdom? What did Pharaoh do? He said in Exodus 1 verse 2, Throw every baby, male, boy, in the Nile River. Kill the children. Kill the children. That comes from the spirit of paganism. That comes from the spirit of Pharaoh. What about the gods of Canaan? What about the people, the Canaanites who worship the god Molech, who sacrificed their children in the fire to the god Molech? You know that they have found little temples, and those temples were founded upon the bones of of children that they used to paint the walls of those temples with the blood of children they used to sacrifice their children to the god molech ladies and gentlemen that is the same spirit at work today the same spirit that inspired the people in molech's days to sacrifice their children in the fire to this pagan god is the same spirit that is leading the killing of babies and instigating this work in Disney. 
It went even further in Matthew chapter 2 verse 16. Here it said, all the boys, two years and younger, that live in and around Bethlehem were to be killed. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? The same godless spirit that worked in Pharaoh and Herod the Great. The same godless spirit that worked in the priests of Molech is still at work in our time. Those same spirits are here. They just cover it up differently. And they cover it up as something that is nice and, and good and clean. This spirit is attacking our children in ways that we cannot even imagine. Our children can now be reached in Disneyland. I, I hear apparently in Disney World there's some transgender folks hanging around there. Um, part of the Disney World experience. Our children can now be reached in planes while we're asleep because it's such a long journey. Our children can be reached in the comfort of our own homes while sitting next to us on the couch, watching on our phones. There is a war raging and it is for the hearts of our children. Satan is looking at the next generation. Kill the children, he says. And everyone says, Amen. The left says, Amen. Let's kill the babies. Disney World says, Yes, let's teach them wrong. Let's influence them so that the core of the family can be destroyed. And at the end of the day, what's going to happen? It's going to mess up the whole of society. You might be saying, well, you know, this is a bit of a harsh podcast. Maybe you are for abortion and you are for the uh, inclusiveness of, of the LGBTQ worldview. Now, just please understand this. Um. I, I, I am all for being inclusive. Every person on this earth has got the right to do what they want to do. If you want to have, you know, sexual relations with the, with the same sex, do that. If you want to teach your children at the age of three, you, you, you know, uh, you don't want to, you want to confuse them about gender and you want to teach them your gender ideology. You know what? You've got the right to do that. You know, the creator of the universe has given you that child to raise. And you will be held responsible by the creator of the universe. I cannot tell you what you must do with the kid that God has given you. Um, you know, we need, to, we need to love all types of people from all types of shapes and sizes. But I do believe that it's a good idea to teach our kids the truth from a young age. The truth. The truth is what matters. It is biblically true that homosexuality is birth immorality and everything associated with it. It is biblically true that in the beginning God created male and female. Now you might not believe in the Bible. But it's also scientifically true that you only get male and female. Right? It's also scientifically true that homosexuality is unnatural. You might be kicking against that. You might be saying, no, it is natural. It is not natural. It's so interesting. You read people say, you know, but there's homosexuality in the animal kingdom. Okay, so you observe, you observe two monkeys, two male monkeys sitting next, next to each other, fiddling with one another's hair. And you say, okay, there's evidence of homosexuality. I really don't want to be crude on this podcast. I don't want to be crude, but I want to be very real. Please show me one instance with two male monkeys or two male animals 
are having anal sexual intercourse. Please show me that evidence. It's not natural. And it opposes evolution. It opposes evolution because homosexual relationships do not offer reproduction. In other words, the genes will end. So homosexuality, in essence, stands in opposition to the process of evolution because it limits the growth and the survival of the species. Homosexuality is therefore, the behavior is therefore um, an anomaly in the development of the human species. And if we bring God into the equation, this type of behavior widespread in society only leads to judgment, wrath and destruction. Now, this was a bleak, a very bleak podcast, but it's a very real truth I'm trying to bring across. Children are under attack. We see that children are bending under this attack. They don't know. They don't know how to handle it. And so they act out. They act out in school shootings. They act out in the way they dress. They act out in the dumb things they do. Because us parents have not taught our children properly. We have not educated them rationally, scientifically, naturally, and in a godly way. We haven't done that. And so we need to do that. We have to do that. I read a quote that said, we cannot protect our children from life. Therefore, it is essential that we prepare them for it. And that's the mindset that we've come here with to the States. We cannot protect our children from life. I cannot protect my kids the whole time from the influences of society. But what I can do is, is prepare them for it. That's why it's important. If you want your kid to live a healthy and a good life, educate them with the truth. The truth, biblical truth, with scientific truth, with biological truth, educate them with the truth. That way you can prepare them for the future. Keep lies away from them. At one point or another, every person has to deal with the truth. Either, you, either your parents give you the truth or you discover the truth later in your life or when you die, you face the truth. But let me tell you this, you don't want to wait until then. And you don't want your children to wait until they meet God before they discover the truth. Teach them now. Now may God bless you. May you have a wonderful week. And we'll chat again next week. Love you all. Bye-bye.